This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. It's a show where we talk about the power of your mind to change your world around you, to literally affect the fabric of your reality. We talk about this feeling of hope and joy and relief, and that is what being aware of your flow does. It gives you a feeling of power again in your lives. You can, oh my God, you are so on target. You are so amazing. I can't, I can't thank you enough. It is the feeling that you bring forward. It is your emotional connection that really sets the tone for what is going to be happening to you and for you. And you know that feeling when you touch it. It just spreads through you. Thank you for taking my call. I don't know why I feel like crying. <laughs> I think oh. I just feel your love. <laughs> oh, of course. And I think I'm going to get some answers. I'm Summer McStravick, and welcome to another episode of Flow Dreaming. Welcome to Flow Dreaming. Before we get started, a really quick note. If you found this show on iTunes or by downloading the Flow Dreaming podcast app, it would mean so much if you took a moment to review it. That is how other people will find this show and get the same great value out of it that I hope you're getting. So my huge thanks and sparkles and flow go to all of you who just take that few moments to go write a quick little message of telling other people, this is good, go listen. Thanks. Now off we go to the show. And here we are with Flow Dreaming. Welcome, everyone, to the next hour or so. My name is Summer McStravick, and our show is kind of a funky one. We talk about a lot of different things. The basis, of course, is Flow Dreaming. Um, this is a technique, and it's also a way of retraining your emotional self. It's an emotional fitness program. We also retrain our mindset. We look at the world very differently. You could say we take the law of attraction and we integrate it on steroids into our life. We make it become a fundamental part of us. And then we, um, in some ways, move really quite past it into uh, deeper and deeper nuances of what do we think? What do we believe? What do we receive in our life? What comes to us based on how we act and receive and create and reflect energetically, emotionally, every day in our lives? Um, people who practice flow dreaming um, ultimately recognize that they are retraining themselves how to live, how to live successfully, how to live with their emotions as their guard dogs, as their allies, as their barometers, knowing truth from falsehood, making great decisions, being able to create boundaries, being able to make things and grow things and build things, creating intimacy. All of this uh, results from flow dreaming and the flow philosophy. So every episode, we explore a different little piece or point or nuance or subtlety. And today's program, today's episode is about the big fail and it's a subject that I've mentioned in passing here and there over the years, but I want to explore it in detail. It's such a, I love this topic. I don't know why I haven't completely done a whole show on this. At least I don't think I have. 
I get forgetful, you know, <laughs> 10, 10 years of shows and I forget which ones I've done and which I haven't. But I know I haven't done this one in a while. Why you need at least one big, big fail in your life. It's important. It's critical. If you've just done it, congratulations, applause, hand, hand claps. If you're heading towards one, all right, let's get ready. We will walk through this so that it works for you. Um, we also typically take some calls during the hour, and I already see them lining up. If you want to know when I tape the program, I tape it live as a live radio broadcast. And you can find all the information at my page at flowdreaming.com. You're going to look up radio or podcast, and um, it'll tell you how to call in, how to reach me. I will look into your flow for you. I will look into your mind for you, look into other people's minds. The way I use this energy is it's like a two-way conduit. You can put information into it, manifest and create. You can pull information out of it, meaning reading people's minds, reading situations, empathically connecting. Um, it's all the same stuff, just how you choose to use it. Uh, is there anything else I have to address before we launch into the guts of the show? I don't think so. Um, just a little shout out, thanking you all for reviewing on iTunes. We have over 100 reviews up there now, which is, again, I wish I had a little applause button. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Thank you guys for keeping it up there in the top of the iTunes ranks. It really is incredibly helpful um, because you can't you can't actually buy that. You can't advertise your way up that board very easily, and I don't do it at all. So the reason that people find it is because you have written something about it because you found something valuable. So big, gushy, heartfelt thanks. Go to all of you guys. Okay, so uh, why am I inspired to talk about a big fail? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's just time. I think I've been talking the last couple of days with some of my friends and, and my, um, my, my peers, and the subject just keeps coming up. So here it is, ripe and ready to peel in my hand. Um, just this morning, I had uh, my accountant here, and I'm not going to say her name because she has no idea I'm going to be talking about her. <laughs> and we were talking about, you know, whether you know it's time for her to expand her business. And I said, you do such an amazing job. Um, I really value you. Thank you, you know, for taking all of this off of my hands. And she was explaining how, well, you know, I, it's hard to, to trust somebody else. You know, if I hire somebody, you know, they're going to what if they screw up? And I'm, I'm like, well, yeah, they're, they're going to, they're absolutely going to screw up. <laughs> you know, she looks at me and I look at her across the table. <laughs> and I said, you know, we all need a big fail. And if you are uncomfortable hiring somebody, I said, I bet you've had people who just, you train them and, and they left or, you know, you spent all this time on them and then they ended up just being a terrible hire. And then I'm like, yeah, I bet, you know, you had a big fail back there and you don't want to do it again. And, you know, she's agreeing. And I'm like, yeah, me too. You know, I, I've had these as well in my life. And I said, think about this. Well, maybe I didn't say this to her, but I thought about it afterwards. I'm like, think about this. A business only expands when you hire staff, period. If you have a business and it's just you, you are probably already topped out. And that's why you're spinning your wheels. And no one's told you this. And you think it's just you, you need to try more, do more, invest more time. But if you look at it, you're probably already glued to your computer and your phone all day long, you know, handling stuff, handling stuff, handling stuff. You just need to expand. That's your biggest problem. But you won't because you don't trust people because you had a big fail with it. 
Once you hire somebody and they're good, your attitude is, thank you for doing this even better than I could. And that's where if you're not resonating to it, you know, oh, I had a big fail. I don't trust that. It's hard for me to embrace that. I don't understand that. If that's the case, great, great. And now you're saying, what? How come? I'm getting to it. Another example, relationships, right? They only expand when you learn to trust your partner. Businesses expand when you learn to hire and trust staff. You expand when you learn to trust yourself. So, right, everything in your life only grows as soon as you start shoveling trust into it. And when we've had big fails in any of these areas, what happens is we learn to withdraw trust. We withdraw trust from the situation. I'm never hiring again. It's always been a mess. I don't want to have to track other people. Uh, It's the same kind of guy. It's the same woman over and over again. I don't trust myself. I don't trust them. You know, there's no good. I I was a big fail. I got a divorce. I'm not going to do that again. I lost myself in that marriage. I I grew into a, you know, I became deadened or uh, anything. I'm not going to trust myself again to make a decision. Last time I did, it just blew up in my face. I lost all my money. I can't trust myself to join a program or to start a new company or to change jobs, right? You end up at this place because you had a big fail. And I know you're like, what the hell, Summer? This doesn't make any sense. It's a terrible place to end up. This is where I want you to grow your mind for a second. Just like drop everything, drop all your preconceived. When you reach the place where you've had a big fail, it forces you to consciously think about your next move. Before, you're just willy-nilly doing things. You're just like, oh, I'll try this, I'll try that. Right? And things work or they don't work or whatever. But as soon as you hit the big fail, you have a piece of contrast. The contrast says to you, you've got a choice. Now we get to stand at a crossroads. One of them is going to shut you down and make it so you do not grow in this area for days, months, years, possibly the rest of your life. The other one is going to say, this is your opportunity to embrace this and expand beyond where you ever were before. Now, you set this up for yourself. You set it up through your big fail. Because now you are always dancing on the edge of this decision. Which direction do I go in? Do I withdraw and say, never again, nope, not going to go there, nope. Or do I say, embrace, all right. I'm going to enter into the possibility of having another big fail in this area. Why? Because I need to expand through it. Because there was something in me that made it not work. I really want to know what that is. Because I know if I figure out that piece beyond it is where I really want to be. That's the land of roses and gold and perfume and sunshiny days. And if I don't go there, then I'm sitting instead in the, uh uh-uh, I'm shutting this piece down. I'm not approaching that. And you know what that feels like, right? We all know that. Those are those endless days of nothing is changing. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not meeting the people I need for my next relationship. I'm not growing my personal, you know, my existing relationship. I'm not, right? That's just the holding zone. That's limbo. That's life where it's neither here nor there. You're not drinking the pleasure, but you're not hating it. You're just existing through it. 
And chances are good if you're listening to a program like this, that is not good enough for you. You're a person who wants to grow. You want to do better. You're curious about it. You want to be successful in your life. And that's what this teaching is all about today, being successful in your life. That is why the big fail is a necessary place for you to walk through. You know, being fired, especially the worse the firing it is, that's a fantastic big fail. Believe me, I know all about it. I've had that experience myself. I've had a lot of different big fails. I've had giant betrayals, Ooh, big fails of trust. I've done a lot of these. And in every case, I had to sit at that crossroad and say to myself, do I spend the rest of my life avoiding this and going around it? Or do I say, you know what? I don't believe that's going to happen to me again. I refuse to go forward as if that's a possibility of me manifesting it again. In fact, here's what I'm going to do differently. I'm going to transcend this. I'm transcending it. How do I do that? I have to go into it again. I have to put myself in essentially the same circumstances again to see if I'm going to do something different. This is a really different approach than the one that says you just get the same things over and over because it's a pattern. It's a lesson and life just keeps slapping you with it. Right. When people say that, it's a very new agey kind of way of saying things. It basically says you're a victim and you're going to get slapped around by karma until you figure it out. I'm the victim getting slapped around by this. Oh, no. In my world, in Flo's world, I say, I'm going to put myself back in a circumstance very similar to this. And this time, I'm going to take everything that happened before. I'm going to be even more aware and open. I'm going to purposely state, hey, this is how I'm going to be. This is how I'm going to be. And I've used, you know, examples in the past. I've used the one about my staff a number of times which is, you know, I had a bad situation with staff years ago and I thought, oh, I'm a terrible, I can't, I don't want to do that ever again. I, I'm going to just stay small. It's only going to be me. And eventually I said, you know what? I bet you there is an amazing staff out there waiting to come to me. People who do things better than I can do them. People who are going to teach me the value of trust. They're going to force me to keep giving them more trust because they're so damn good at handling it. And I thought, wow, that's the feeling I want and need. Now, what's the hang up? And I went, oh, I don't trust myself to pick those people. All right, that's my big fail. That's coming from my big fail. If I'm still operating coming from my big fail, then I am essentially heading into my future with lack thinking, right? Because I'm anticipating a fail. I'm, I'm basing all my decisions on that potential fail. I'm heading forward with lack thinking, now, how do you manifest? How do you attract? How do you grow if that lack thinking is in you? Do you see how subtle this gets? This is why, you know, in me school, my, my, my friends and, and my, my clients there, we spend a year, we spend several years unearthing layer after layer of lack thinking. It's like digging out from under, you know, a, a, a big pile of rubble. But believe me, if you lift a rock away every single day, that rubble goes down. And it gets past it and things just go bam and they break open for you and they're completely different. And then you do get married and then you do get that wonderful job. You do, you know, fix that lawsuit. You do have that health problem recede in your life. It happens, but you need the big fail 
because you need to know how to shift that lack out of yourself, out of your life. I happen to see this in relationships a lot, right? In fact, there's a friend and I've been talking with her lately to turn it down to relationships. You know, her big fail was having a man who seems so wonderful turn into a psycho, a stalker. And she thought he was the best thing on earth. He was so enlightened. He was this and that. And now her big fail she's carrying around is, I don't know how to pick people. I always pick the wrong people. And, you know, he made me feel like there was something wrong with me. You know, that I was crazy, that maybe I was actually a really bad person. And maybe all these things he was saying about me were true. And am I that way? And I looked at her. I'm like, no. I said, you just had a really big fail. You know, you had a big fail experience. You now have this opportunity to realize that you don't need to believe crazy people. You don't need to believe crazy people. You can believe yourself. You have the strength to believe yourself. You have an opportunity to look around you now and see people who don't think you're that way. And and use them now as your as your guides and models. I said, don't believe that guy. Believe me. I've actually known you way longer than that guy has ever known you. And I know what you're really like. And here's what you're really like. You're trustworthy. You're warm. You're loving. You're beautiful. You're committed. You're all of those things. So now, as you go forward, you're going to have another relationship. Oh, no, no, no. I'm afraid to, mother. What if I don't? What if? What if? I'm like, no. You're going to have another relationship. You have to now. You absolutely have to. <laughs> it's like, ah. <laughs> like, you have to. And in this relationship, what you're going to say is, this man further upholds my new awareness of myself. He is my step up. He is not my step down. He is the person who helps to heal me. He's going to heal me. He's going to help me heal. And yeah, it's going to feel weird and strange at first, but I'm okay with that. I'm aware that that's coming. But he will heal me. And he will help me really connect with how beautiful I am, how much I should be able to receive, how much I should feel like um, being with me is a gift instead of a burden. He's going to do this for me. He's going to say things to me that uphold that. And the fear I have that I'm wrong, that he's going to betray me, he's going to flip out, he's going to end up being a big jerk, he's going to ruin my name among my friends like happened before. I'm not going to create that now. I'm creating something very different. And she said, you know, what's going to happen for her. She's going in with a very strong intention. This is now what she's creating. She's only reached this place because she had the fail, right? The fail is what is pushing her forward. It is actively pushing her expansion. She's not just in the blah, blah, blah zone. She's pushing forward into better expansion. Eventually, we get to a point in our life where we say, huh, I'm not having big fails anymore. I'm having small adjustments. Beautiful. That's the next phase. And many of us already have those parts of our life going on. We never needed a big fail in those parts. We never needed it. We were already pretty strong, pretty developed, pretty on track for whatever reason. Our family brought us upright or, you know, we, we came into life with already that understanding in us. And you know what the areas we're talking about? The ones where things just don't generally go wrong. They're always pretty good. Maybe that's with your family, right? I, I have a great relationship with my mom or with my, with my kids. You know, we just make small adjustments. The growth happens in an ongoing kind of nice way, but we're not stuck, right? We're not just meh, meh. 
right? The meh areas show you the big fail areas that you need to actively be looking at and saying, oh man, I want to embrace this. You know, I challenge you right now, find that area in your life and grab hold of it, hug it, say, let's move, let's go. I, 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 the big fail, whew, thank you. Let's go forward. This is my, this is my chance. This is my chance. I'm going to use this contrast to really expand. And like I said, going back to the beginning, when you do that, that is when things break open. You know, when I, when I expanded past my big fail in my company, now flow dreaming is just growing and growing and growing. Why? Well, I have good people around me. And what happens is more good people around me, the more good people they bring around me. You know, people help me now who aren't my staff. You know, everyone, tons of people just help. It's creating a snowball of that. The same is true in my friendships. I've been writing about that lately in my newsletters. I've recognized, you know, I have really good friends. In the past, I thought, oh, I wasn't such a good friend. You know, I felt a, a little minor failure going on inside myself. I've broken through that now. I am a great friend. My friends have been trying to show me this all along. I am finally allowing them to. Right? My, I've, I've turned my big fail completely around. And what happens is my friendships are growing stronger and more intimate and more loving and more continuous and more relaxed and just on and on and on. So anyway, I hope you kind of get what I'm saying here. Let me look at my notes. Did I get through everything? Yeah, I did. Oh, I wanted to mention, those of you guys who are Abraham Hicks followers, right? You've heard a lot of this put in the terms of contrast. Well, think of your big fail as as the biggest contrast, right? It's showing you hugely how to feel instead. I was talking with a woman uh, not too long ago. She was saying how one of her family members really always expected her to give um, to give him money. And she finally said to him, you know, I'm, I just can't do it anymore. I really need to pull back and keep this money for myself. And I love you and I, I, I think I adore you and I still want to see you. And this family member, he just, he was horrible to her. Like, you don't love me anymore. Why aren't you supporting me? I can't believe it. I, I see what other things you spend your money on. It's ridiculous. And she was heartbroken. Like, whoa, what What happened? And I said, let's, let's show the contrast, right? This is not, this is a, this big fail that you're encountering, this breaking up of your relationship, right? That's going to make you now have to make a decision. You know, do I now just give them a bunch of money and go back to the way it was? Or do I hold and, and grow through this, expand through this? I said, what if instead he had said, thank you so much. You have always given to me what I need. I'm so grateful to you. You have helped me in so many ways. I completely understand your need to nourish and take care of yourself. And I think you should because I love you so much. I don't ever want to see you in a position where you yourself don't have enough. Right? That is contrast. And she said, wow, yeah, I see that. I said, so you got to let him, you have to let him get to the point now where he can grow to that place in himself. He won't grow to that place in himself as long as you're enabling him not to by constantly giving him money. Right. That now he gets to go there. You know, you're his big fail. You know, you just dried up the, the funds. And I said, and and, you know, he's your big fail because you're worrying he's not going to love you or maybe he never loved you. Like you need to know now you can give money freely and love is not something that has anything to do with it. 
you will give money to someone else and you will choose somebody who will who will be grateful to you and a whole different dynamic will take place in all of your future um, investments. Let's put it that way. You see, these are all examples of the same thing, the same dynamic, the big fail dynamic. Okay. Um, by the way, if this topic is really intriguing to you, I encourage you to go to my web store, flowdreaming.com. I have some playlists um, of flow dreams. Now, flow dreams are active emotion-based processes. They are not meditation. I do have some meditations there, though, that are they're pretty cool. But the flow dreams themselves will actively get you started on rewriting these patterns inside you. They will rewrite them emotionally. They will rewrite them energetically. They will align you where you need to be. So if you have encountered a big fail, there are wonderful playlists just devoted to how do I get through this, right? I have one called Restorative Alignment and Trust, um, Aligned and In Control. Look for those. I'm trying to remember off the head the names. I should really be more prepared. <laughs> Apparently I'm not. <laughs> but they are meant to help you move through the big fail, get restored, get a feeling of being, ah, now I know what I want to do with this. Now I know what I can do with this. Um, reclaim my power is a great one for getting past a big fail. So go check them out at the web store. They're really, really helpful. We're going to a quick break. When we get back, I'll be taking your calls. And then, of course, we'll be going through a flow dream together um, where we address things that maybe have been fails in your life before. Okay, so stay with me right after this. Hey, it's summer again. And yes, we're on break. But I wanted to share some important stuff with you about the hugely amazing and gorgeous me school of flow right now it's either enrolling or it's accepting names onto the wait list this means that i'm accepting students that i work with personally over the year ahead and i teach you to do what i do how to think how i think how to work with flow manifest create and use the universe the way it's meant to be used you're going to create amazing things using flow. You'll also open and expand your empathic intuition. After doing this for a number of years, I can tell you, me schoolers make strides and hit goals way beyond what they think they're going to be able to do going in over and over. You don't have to be a superstar going in because that's what we're going to turn you into once you get there. If you're ready to go big, if you know you need to deepen your spiritual practice and your personal growth, then this is where you need to be. Your life, after all, only grows as big as you do. So Me School is online. That means you'll connect with me from all over the world. What to do next? Click or swipe on over to flowdreaming.com. You'll see an area that talks about Me School. During enrollment, you can set up a free 20-minute call with me. And during waitlist times, I invite you to send me a note telling me about your interest. Okay, I look forward to hearing from you and even more to getting to know you as one of my personal students in Me School. Now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Flow Dreaming. Let's get to some of your calls and see what's going on in your life, how we can use flow to get things straightened out or give you some more clarity there. Um, how about Beth in Florida? Hey, Beth, how are you? Hey, Summer, I'm fine. How are you? Good. Have we I spoken before? About five months ago. Oh, five months ago. Okay. Yeah, I was the girl that 
was losing all the weight. And... Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, I'm yes. now up to 53 pounds. You have emailed me, too. Yes. Yes, but you, you emailed me updates. And, Wonderful. And okay. the main reason I'm calling is I'm feeling a little stuck right now. I'm not working, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm not sure where to go next. Um, okay. I know what I want to do, but I'm not sure how to get there. Yeah. And um, you have made some pretty big changes. You've lost tons of weight. Mm-hmm. Right? So you've been making some pretty deep internal changes in terms of your appearance, your feelings about yourself. Exactly. And now this is flowing outward into, now how am I changing the way I interact with life? Right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's coming up through work because that's one of the biggest ways we interact with life. What kind of work are you feeling drawn to? Um, well, basically I do office work, but mm-hmm. um, a few years ago I was working for a company and we had... Um, started this program where we we hooked up with one of our local like Kiwanis clubs and what we were doing was we were re- getting books donated to the company and then we were going out to preschools and reading to the kids and then they each get their own little book uh-huh. and I loved doing that and I was you know sending out emails to the co- my fellow co-workers coordinating all the people and the time and then I also was doing mentoring to high school students and that's where I feel like I want to be, but I don't know. I'm sent, you know, I'm sending out my my resume, and I'm talking, you know, I'm trying to talk to people, but nobody. I'm not sure where my flow's going with this, and if I'm doing it right, but these people aren't coming to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's two parts here. I'm feeling one is um, what I call inspired action, mm-hmm. right? This is you doing the legwork, actually looking at websites, looking for community programs already existing in your in your community, um, mm-hmm. outreach programs, you know, you know, literary programs, um, things that are happening through your local library that you become involved in, gaining a feeling that if I get a toehold in one, it's going to open me up to other similar areas, and I will just move across this. I see you moving across like a jungle gym, you know, from... Oh, great, from, I'm not too cool. I'm not too coordinated to go across <laughs> one of those. I didn't say you were moving gracefully. It was a little awkward. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, well, thank you. <laughs> but moving from one thing to the next, like reaching for different sets of monkey bars, right? Okay. Um, so that is inspired action. It's a vehicle. It's a way that flow will say, we're not going to get you in the front door, but if you start here... Then you're going to meet this person there. You're going to you're going to see that opportunity there, and it's going to take you where we want you to go. Okay. So it feels to me like you've already put in a lot in that direction. You know, sending out resumes, looking for stuff. Keep mm-hmm. it up. Okay. Right. Keep that up. The second part of it is the flow aspect. So let's do this together. Close your eyes. Okay. Nice deep breath. We're going to go in and do it's like a little energy programming. Okay. And we're going to start with you. I want you to sort of raise your power. I don't know why, but you need to do this. Raising up your power. You're like a little volcano or or hot water in a teapot. You're starting to bubble. Bubble, okay. bubble, 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 bubble. Right? You can do okay. this. You can draw this up inside yourself. It's the energy of you. Very powerful. Very strong. And it's getting stronger and it's growing and it's getting more radiant inside you. There's more energy coming up. It's drawing up you, a volcano of of energy, light, flow. 
And this is you saying to yourself, I'm really good at this. I'm really good at outreach. I'm really good at mentoring. I'm good with kids, adults. I'm really good at this. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm made for this. I'm meant for this. And I can feel what it's like when I am reaching out and finding somebody who needs something. They need a lift up. They need exposure. They need books. They need whatever it is. I'm just the ideal bridge. I'm the ideal bridge to reach them. And I know when I reach them, I can feel it and I can see them change. And I feel it back in my heart, in my health, in my body. I can feel that change. And I know I'm great at this. And flow. I know you're working so hard right now. Hard being a relative term, but you're working a lot. You're working night and day to line this up for me, to bring this and allow this to happen for me. And I realize that I've been experiencing over the last few months, what I would think of as delays or not enough. And I release that. I let that go. I realize this timeline is not my timeline. It's your timeline. I realize you're very aware of what I'm good at and what my next step is and where I need to go. And I'm allowing that to happen. I am trusting that to happen. I am deeply, deeply trusting that to happen. I feel it. I know where my next career lies. And it is not just pushing papers around in an office. It involves this kind of connection. It involves me and other people and this escalation of goodness that happens between us and flow whatever the right job is for this. I know it's being lined up and I'm going to continue to give you so much action. I'm going to make it as easy as possible for you to set this up in my life. Absolutely as easy as possible. And if something comes to me that I feel a hint of being on track, I say yes. I say yes because it feels on track. And then I say yes to the next thing and the next thing. And I realize it may take us a few bumpy road of a little bit of this and of that to get us there. It's okay. I'm good with that. I, I recognize that. I'm, I'm comfortable with that because I know by this time next year, I'm feeling I love my job. I love my pay. I love how it's reflecting the same kind of growth and expansion and upwardness that I've been treating my body to the last year. My life is just so in alignment. My thinking is going up. My body is going up. My work is going up. It's all together. Nothing is out of balance in my life. I know this is happening for me. I feel it. Thank you, Flo. Thank you so much. And then we open your eyes. You are so on track. <laughs> okay. I felt that. I can, I'm definitely going to keep doing that. And you can, do you, and do you even see now why it makes sense that it should happen? Because it's yeah. in alignment with these other two pieces you've already been working on. Oh, yeah. That's going real good. <laughs> We're going real good. Yeah. Yeah, so the work piece now fits in with that alignment, with that energy you've already created. It would okay. be harder not to get it than to get it. Look at it that way. Yeah, just sometimes I feel like a little frustrated because right now it's not working. That, of course. And I'm trying to pull those out. I'm trying to get that out of there. <laughs> but it keeps, yeah. For some reason, yeah. it just keeps coming back. But, <laughs> I understand. 
I've had okay. I've had this conversation with several people in the last um, couple of weeks, you know, who said, I don't want this job. I don't want that job. I'm like, think about maybe flow has brought you this for a reason. You know, let's look at your objections and, and, and just pause. Right. So you do the same thing. Stuff will be okay. coming to you. Be open to all of it. Right. And if it's not right, you can get right out of it. You are never, exactly. ever stuck. Okay, well, thank you so much, Summer. Thank you, Beth, and I appreciate your email updates. I'm not always able to get back to you, but I've read them. <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right, my dear, take care. Okay. Okay, um, let's go. Let's go to a fella. Jeff, you're in Boise. Hey, Jeff, you there? Hey there. Yeah. How are you? Oh, I'm amazing. How are you? Good. Do I know you? Um, uh, we've talked a few times. I know you know my wife, Ashley. Uh, we're originally I, from Tacoma. I thought you were that, Jeff. <laughs> I know, yeah. We're, we're visiting in Boise. We're taking care of uh, Ashley's dad for a little while, taking care of the farm. You know, it's funny. Um, I have a, a call board up in front of me where I just see the person's first name and their city. And just from that, I get a feeling of, I've already spoken to you and I know you. It's so interesting. No. <laughs> No, and, I, and I no, had the feeling with Beth, and I'm like, I know you. it's you too. I knew, I knew who you were. <laughs> All <laughs> no, right, really how are you guys doing, doing by the way? Well, we're doing well. We're doing a lot better. Uh, it's actually Good. really serendipitous that your topic is after a big fail. If you know, as you know us intimately, it's, it's more or less like we're coming out of this resistance phase. And um, both of us were pursuing. Uh, we kind of came upon it, you know, more or less spontaneously. Uh, my chosen new career path is going to be uh, acting mainly acting for film. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ashley, uh, we were really focusing her attention on real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we wanted to do, we've been doing the Prosperity Challenge, and we've been working a lot with Flow Dreams, but we want to check with you as yeah. far as, like, our alignment with Flow, how it's going, because we're getting really positive feelings from it. But it's always, yeah. I don't know, we just always, you know, kind of felt to you like our mentor. So. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so who do you want me to look in first here, Ashley or yourself? Oh, Ashley first, of course. Okay, Ashley, and she's in real estate now. Does she yeah, have a license be- yet? No, we're beginning the we're starting the beginning phases uh, for that process. Great. Okay. Let me go find Ashley. 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 Real estate. There's a couple of really bright things that pop up immediately inside of her. She loves the fact that she's in control and in charge. She never wants to play victim again to anyone else. She never wants anyone to fire her, to tell her that she can or can't do something. And being a realtor gives her that feeling of it's all on me and I like it that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, as she's I'm looking at her, what do you feel about the actual work itself and connecting with people? She kind of is going a little bit back and forth. It makes her nervous. Definitely yeah. will make her nervous. Yeah, I feel like the nerves, the butterflies, this uncertainty. Mm-hmm. But she's got enough of that other part of her that says, no, this is my way out. This is my freedom. Like she really looks at this as this is my ticket to freedom, your ticket to freedom, you know, together. Yeah. So she's going to combat those nerves. Am I good enough? I don't know. I Sometimes I get a little uncomfortable talking with people. I'm not sure how to sell. How do you do that? You know, her concerns are more practical because she hasn't done it before. They feel yeah. very legit to me, but she's going to move through those. 
I think okay. she's going to end up doing very well at this. I think I get a feeling, though, maybe two years in, two, three years in, she's going to have another opportunity to move in another direction. I do feel a split coming up. Okay. Um, it's not a bad thing. It's just more things coming her way, right? More the merrier. Right. Yeah. Okay. So she may be given another opportunity uh, a little ways in, but that's all right. It's, you know, a few months to lift off, but you guys will do, she'll do well. She'll do well. That makes, that makes me, that's just really comforting to hear because I know she has a lot of passion in that direction as well. Mm-hmm. So it's really good to hear. Okay. So you and acting, well, that's a real turn of events. What are you doing for acting so far? Well, I, uh, I'm actually being as proactive as I can with kind of my hands tied being in voice team. But um, I enrolled and was accepted into Seattle Film Institute. So I'm going to be getting my bachelor's in uh, acting for film specifically. Um, mm-hmm. I've gotten books as far as like how to manage your own career and how to turn acting into a business. And, you know, we're mm-hmm. trying to be as proactive as possible. I've gone out for auditions um, for a lot of different student projects and small film, but it just kind of came upon us, um, right. I don't know, almost naturally with... Uh, how much I've been through, what I've seen and experienced, and the emotions that I've gone through and how to repeat those. It just yeah. kind of um, fell into place uh, almost like an epiphany. And I've been kind of passionately pursuing that really, really aggressively. You know, you are going through um, a, a period of healing right now. Yeah. Okay, and that's a large part of why the acting is rising up, because it's a way for you to express yourself, to not feel yeah. held in, bottled like you have been, right? It's the exact opposite. Again, for you, it's freedom. Sort of like what she's experiencing, but in a different way. Yeah. It's a way for you to give something to yourself that you love, and you feel like you've just been through something that was just hateful. Okay, so think of it like this. It's a rebalancing period for you. At yeah. a certain point, you're going to start asking a different question down the road. It's probably a year away. It's a feeling of, um, is this for love or is this for money? Which do we need? Okay, and a lot of this is going to depend on um, how well Ashley's doing. She might say, yeah. hey, Jeff, heal as long as you want. We are swimming in house sales right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, but you will be reaching that point where you say, how do I put a, you know, how do I put a dollar tag on this? How do I bring income in from this? Okay, and you'll I'm have to, and you'll have to look at that. Yeah, you'll have to okay. look at that down the road. But right now, just understand the key piece for you is this is your healing process. It's your healing okay. process. Okay? okay, it's emotional, it's expressive. Most of all, it's it's so fundamentally fundamentally different from what you what you just experienced. The entrapment, right? Now you're not trapped at all. You can be a hundred different people in, a, in an hour's class if you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, it's it's really important. So if you guys have the ability for you to go through this experience, I am totally backing you on it. You're so awesome. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Summer. I appreciate it. You're so welcome, Jeff. You're such a sweetheart. Okay, take care. Talk to you later. Uh, we have a quick break to go to. If we have time, we'll get to another call. We come back. Otherwise, we'll have to pop straight into our flow dream. So stay with me, and I'll talk to you in just a few seconds. Here we are on a quick break, and I have a few suggestions for you. First of all, if you're wondering how to flow dream or what flow dreaming really is, I have a free gift bag of downloads for you on my website right now. Go to flowdreaming.com, enter your email. That's it. 
You'll get the downloads right then, instantly, and there is 30-minute tutorial on how to flow dream, and I give you a free flow dream to start with. This saves me from reteaching the basics over and over again on this show, and it gives you the first step toward a freaking awesome life. You're going to find these downloads on my homepage right now, so pop in your email, and I'll send them right over to you. Next, my manifesting shop at flowdreaming.com is what underwrites this entire show. It brings it to you free every week, and it has for the last 10 years, which is saying quite a lot. And what's there? Amazing playlists on all kinds of topics. MP3s, flow dreams that end fear, that get you unstuck, that can get you to your perfect career, that can get you out of debt, help you find your soulmate, so much more. These playlists are incredibly powerful, highly effective. My inbox is full every day with thank you notes from lottery winners, people who've just gotten married, people who've received eye-popping bonuses, who've reduced massive amounts of pain or healed themselves in so many different ways. So please go visit the manifesting store at flowdreaming.com and see what you want to pick up and start using to change your life with. Okay, back to the program. And welcome back to Flow Dreaming. Um, I'm sorry, I can't take any more calls. So Yogesh and Mia Bella, please try me again next week, both of you. I realize I I have a little bit more to say. I need to update everyone. Um, Those of you who have been following my progress with cancer. <laughs> I just want you to know I'm feeling really good. Um, you can tell I have even more energy this week than I had last week. I have a long road ahead of me, of course. Um, and there have been some pretty damn powerful teachings and stuff. Um, I'm I'm very well aware that this time next year, I have a feeling my teachings are going to be shifting tremendously. Uh, I can just feel it. I can, I'm already receiving, it's hard to say, but I'm receiving a lot of new information about health, about healing, about decision making, about living, about dying. Um, and all that will be coming out. It's just, I guess you could say I'm in a process of deep synthesis. Before you can talk about things, you have to fully experience them, right? And then you have to process them, let them sift out. And that's what's going on um, right now. And I appreciate all of your letters. I have received cards in the mail. I have received your children's artwork. I have received um, tons of emails, comments on my blog. I just love all of you guys. And um, I'm, I haven't been able to write back personally to all of you. Um, what I've been doing is pretty much having my work weeks, meaning if I was doing, you know, a 40 hour week, I'm now doing a 20 hour week. And I'm keeping some things that are very important to me, my newsletters, my podcasts, my me school, you know, my, my private sessions, everything else, poof, it's just sort of <laughs> answering emails and all that is just kind of flying and flapping in the wind. But I, I do want you to know that I love you all and I'm doing well and, and thank you. Okay. Um, flow dreaming, right? We've got a great flow dream to do. Getting you through that big fail. Uh, and I know, you know, this show, it's not the easiest one to listen to because we often don't want to think about our big fail. We're like, ah, geez, do I have to go through that again? That that divorce that just wiped me out, those stupid decisions that, you know, oh, those big fails, darn them. 
but they're worth going back to, right? We don't want to haul them around. We don't want to keep them inside of ourselves, making us think of ourselves based on them, right? That's the biggest thing. You think of yourself based on your big fail. And it's good you had the big fail because now you know consciously how you want to think of yourself. And most of the time, 90% of the time, it will push you to go bigger in your conception of yourself than even before the big fail, right? You think of yourself before that marriage and you were just kind of let it out, happy, good enough, great, right? But now that you had that disaster, you know, the divorce, everything at the end, I'm just using this as, as an example, Now you're really clear on who you are. You actually know that was the gift in it. That's why you have to be fired once. You have to be broken up with once. You know, you have to have a scare once in your health. You have to feel these things. I'm not saying to manifest these things. Please don't take it that way. But if that is something that you are setting up for yourself, know that it was important and vital, right? And don't say, dumb me for having it happen. Never say that. It was incredibly important. The flow dream. Okay. Flow dreaming is an emotional exercise. It is a way of syncing you up with what I call the fabric of the universe, right? The deeper inner flow and fabric of all that is in motion, time itself, the motion of you expanding and growing every second that ticks by You have grown. You have expanded. New information has been put into you. You as a soul have just grown, whether you're aware of it or not. Now, there's an alignment for this growth. There is a best path. It's one of ease. It's one of grace. All of nature has it. It's the way the earth is in a beautiful and perfect orbit. It doesn't struggle to get around the sun. You don't need to struggle as you move forward in your life. Flow means we reduce the struggle and we get more and more into clarity and power and alignment. And we learn what it means to grow through success. It's not something a lot of us have experienced a lot of before. Most most of us, all of us have learned how to grow through pain. Growing through success, it's a whole different world, right? It's like fantasy land compared to tomorrow land. (laughs) I am in the growing through success. I'm also in the growing through big fails. I've done it all. So let's go back to your emotional self. As you flow dream, you are not meditating. You are not clearing your mind. You are not hypnotizing yourself. None of those things. I want you to feel something. And I'm going to teach you how to leap out of yourself into that place of alignment. I can't do it in two minutes. You have to download my free audio, my gift bag that's on my website. I teach it to you all there. It's a totally free teaching. Go get it. So um, for everyone who doesn't know what they're doing, just play along. For all of you who do, let's jump in and close your eyes. We have a few minutes to relax our body, releasing all the tension, moving into flow. Moving into flow. Today, we're going to see our flow like we are roller skating along a broad sidewalk. Remember roller skating? Most of us did it as kids. After you got the knack of it, it was very easy. You just 
roll forward. Now pretend you really know how to roller skate, that you are a champion roller skater, or maybe a figure skater, maybe an ice skater, any kind of skating you feel like. All you know is that as you push one leg forward and the other and the other, you get into this gorgeous gliding rhythm. And as you do this, you notice how easy it is, how absolutely powerful you feel, how in alignment you are. And you realize you're not even asking, where am I going? It's just right. The rightness is unfolding in front of you. That is you. And then you see you're holding in your arms this this bag of, of something. It's like an old trash bag, like a big gray trash bag. It's kind of heavy and you're thinking, it's hard when I'm skating to sort of hold this bag and sometimes I shift it to one hand and then I move it to the other hand and it'd be so nice if I could put it down. What's in this bag? And you say, oh, it's my big fail. I'm still carrying this thing around. Well, gosh, I guess I'm glad you gave it to me because now I can experience the lightness of knowing what it's like not to have it. And as you say that, you drop it. And as you drop it, it just disintegrates into the air beside you. It just poof into a into a big puff of, of colored cloud. And now you feel like, oh my God, I'm so much lighter than before. I'm going faster and I'm freer. And I know what this feels like. Now I actually recognize this state. I have become aware of it. I've become aware of it. And you look back and you say, thank you for that. Thank you for that. I release the big fail. I embrace. Now that I don't feel that way, now that I don't anticipate that, what comes next for me? What comes next? Because I'm going to encounter something that's going to challenge me in the very best possible way. It's a challenge that I know I can pass. It's a challenge that I've set up for myself to pass. It's like asking me questions I already know the answer to. It's going to feel so good to ace this test. I want it. I feel it. I am it. Because this is how I clear it. I clear it from my life. And I'm growing into the next thing. I'm growing into the next phase. I'm growing into the person I'm meant to be next. Yes, thank you, Flo. Thank you. Thank you. And that's the feeling you linger on. Even now as you open your eyes. And you return. And hopefully, you had an experience there of briefly forgetting where you were, not realizing five minutes passed. Yet they did. And you just inserted, click, a little program, a little meme inside your mind, your energy, and your flow. So let it get to work. And I will see all of you next week for another episode of Flow Dreaming. My love goes to you all. I'll chat you all on Facebook and various places. Until next time, happy Flow Dreaming. Well, look at that. Show's over. But before you go, did you know that my mom has a podcast too? Her show airs live right after mine. It comes up next. We tape our live shows back to back. Her show is called The Dear Venus Show. So stay listening and you can call in or look it up live on iTunes um, if you're listening via podcast. Her show's really good. It's really funny. And she reads people's minds and futures and talks to dead people for real. It's called The Dear Venus Show on iTunes. 